Mr. Davis. Well, Mr. Johnson, welcome back. We had intended to wrap up our two-part deep dive into the city manager issue and the lake issue, but we just had to come back for a third and final episode because the day after we recorded our episode about the lake, the city bought the Richards property. I did not think that was going to happen quite so soon. Yeah, I didn't either. I think we discussed before that, you know, the property, the fairgrounds property was the one that we had dealt with. And then suddenly the Richards property is the property that's going to be used. Yeah. So it feels like we should address that quickly, go through the purchase agreement. And then while we're here, there was a minor update on the city manager petition lawsuit. So it probably makes sense to bring everyone up to speed on that since we're here anyway. It's the third and final episode of the Sturgis Kitchen Table. Stay with us. We are going to start with a quick update on the lake. Mr. Johnson, what happened on Monday night after we recorded the lake episode? So yeah, the council decided to purchase the Richards property uh, for the express reason of building for building that lakeside adventure part along with the other accessories or possible accessories um, for $1.4 million? Yeah. And yeah, so they purchased the property for $1.4 million and it looks like they're going forward with plans to, to build this thing on the Richards property. Yeah, I took a look at the purchase agreement. It's pretty basic, pretty straightforward. It does explicitly identify the buyer's contemplated use, and that would be the construction of the Lakeside Adventure Park at that location. Price, as you mentioned, $1.4 million. It does include... In the consideration, the city eventually has an obligation to convey seven platted lots and a private road to service those lots to the Richards family once everything is all done. So whatever the value of that is, add that to the $1.4 million purchase price. Closing date coming up in about a month, April 20th. And then the whole agreement, purchase agreement is void if it's referred by the voters, which certainly makes sense. And let's talk about a, a referral later. Did you watch the city council meeting where this was approved? I did not. I did. To be honest, there wasn't much there. The city had an executive session before where I'm sure this was all hashed out. There wasn't really any meaningful discussion, not that there hasn't been plenty in the past, but some of the council members gave prepared statements of support talking about how, you know, it's been a long time coming and thanking the committee. The council chambers was pretty packed with supporters of the lake, all that. The city has plans to immediately issue a request for proposals to developers to construct this lakeside adventure park on the Richards property. And the city did identify some specific amenities that they wanted included in the the proposals that come in. Do you recall any of those? Yeah. So I think we had a water slide. We had some sort of inflatable structure on the lake itself, play structure. We had a mini golf course. We had a walking path. Um, Let's see what else. We had concessions. We had some sort of picnic area, I believe, for people. Yeah, and a shower and restroom facility and a playground and the zero entry sand beach and a splash pad are all intended to be included features in 
in the park. As to the non-recreational aspects, there's a commercial retail component and, of course, housing. And the city's vision for housing is identified as a, quote, a mixture of medium to higher-end townhomes and single-family homes, which would be considered a premier neighborhood in the northern Black Hills. Yeah, I think that was the language, and, and that's something we had discussed, um, whether or not you can build a premium neighborhood next to railroad tracks on the interstate, but to be determined. Yeah, and they're proposing to pay for it with tax increment financing. At a bill of $12.6 million, is that right? Yes, and that breaks down to roughly $5.5 million for the park, $1.4 million for the purchase price, and $5.2 million for the actual development costs. And the city's intention seems to be to pay for the costs of constructing the Lakeside Adventure Park with the revenue from selling the residential and commercial lots. Yeah, I think the real issue here is you know, what due diligence has been done regarding the new property. Uh, the original 94-page document that did a site analysis or that contained a site analysis was done on the fairground property. And so suddenly we have this new property that is the prime suspect, so to speak, for the Lakeside Adventure Park. And I think a lot of questions exist about that property and about whether that's the right property for this adventure park. Yeah, the city spent all this money doing an in-depth site analysis of the suitability of the fairgrounds property for the lake, but we don't have the same analysis for the Richards property, but the city bought it anyway. Why? Best guess? You know, we have an election coming up. You might not know this, Mr. Davis. An election? We do. do, uh, April 12th. And so, I mean... I am just throwing this out here. I have nothing to verify this, but my opinion is is that the current council is supporting this purchase, is supporting the Lakeside Adventure Park, and they're a little worried about um, what turnover might bring. It does kind of seem that way. This was a unanimous decision by the city council, and if I had to guess, I think this administration wants to try to make this election about the lake more than anything else. The council chambers was packed with the Boy Scouts and the members of the Aquatics Committee, and the city thinks the lake has massive public support, and if that's true, they want to make darn sure that those lake supporters have a reason to get out to the polls on April 12th. The voters, I mean, the voters overturned uh, this administration's last two major policy proposals, but in fairness, those were also special elections, and the only people who come out for special elections are those that really care about that specific issue, whatever's being voted on. So I think the current administration wants to make this election less about the candidates and more about the lake, and that's my guess. And that is total speculation, and in fairness, the city could have moved on the Richards property just to get it off the market so it has time to make its evaluations and and some other you know make sure some other property developer doesn't snatch it up while you know there's all this press that the city might be interested in it so that's a possibility too we talked about before um you know is it an absolute deal breaker that the city hasn't done all the engineering on this? No. Would it be nice to know the information that we had about 
the fairgrounds property uh, or about this property like we had, like we know about the fairgrounds property. Yeah, in a perfect world, but sounds like we're not going to get it. It's a fair analysis. So will it be referred? That's the big next question. I saw some initial rumblings on Facebook from some of the anti-Lake crew that this might be a a referral. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I think people are focused on a number of different things, including the upcoming election. And so, you know, people might be willing to put that on a back burner for now. But yeah, eventually, I absolutely think it's going to come up as a referred issue. I think it's important to point out referring the purchase of the Richards property doesn't kill the idea of the lake, just kills the idea of the lake at the Richards property. If you happen to think the city should own the Richards property, but not construct the lake there, like I do, at least for now, until I know more about the suitability of that property for the lake, then this is not the act you want to refer. If you don't think the city should own the Richards property for any reason, then by all means, try to refer this purchase to a vote. But if the purchase of the Richards property gets killed by the voters, the city could still construct the lake at the fairgrounds. That wouldn't affect the city's ability to do that if it chose to do so. So just so we're clear about uh, what referring the Richards property would mean and what it wouldn't mean for the lake. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. It's interesting, you know, to see, it would be interesting to see if it were referred if the lake would get b- built at the fairgrounds. I'm not entirely sure that it would at this point. Good question. I think we're going to know in a couple weeks here after the election. Okay, that brings us to a minor update in the city manager petition lawsuit. We talked in the first episode about how the judge's ruling a couple months ago that what the city and the South Dakota Municipal League and others have been calling, quote unquote, the city manager form of government is not actually a legally recognized form of government under South Dakota law, and that there's only two, the aldermanic and commissioner, and how that ruling potentially calls into question the validity of the 2007 election that purported to create the office of city manager in Sturgis as a form of government in the first place. So that was not really a proper question in the first lawsuit, but we talked about how it would likely be a proper question in a subsequent lawsuit. And the update is essentially that that lawsuit has now been filed. It essentially claims that if the city manager form of government is not a legally recognized form of government for the purposes of changing it in 2001 via a petition, then that means it was also not a legally recognized form of government in 2007. So basically, is the office of city manager in Sturgis authorized and existing under applicable law. And that lawsuit was just filed. So the city is going to have like a month to respond. And then the petitioners will have time to reply to the city's response. And then there will almost certainly be a hearing. And, you know, we're not going to see a decision on this question for like, what, probably six months. And then there will likely be an appeal. So, you know, don't hold your breath or anything. Since all the petitioners are running for office in this upcoming election, that would have the potential to bring about some pretty significant changes in Sturgis far more quickly than this lawsuit will. But the 
the petitioners are not giving up on their legal arguments, uh, at least it seems. So I'll be anxious to read those briefs when they are submitted. You uh, got anything to add to that? No, I mean, it sounds like the city of Sturgis is giving the, you know, local magistrates uh, definitely something to do and, and probably providing like tons of like case scenarios for local governments. And so. good, you know, and good work for attorneys. You know, attorneys got to eat too. That's right. And they, they need work to do. So thank you everyone out there for... Way to go, Sturgis. Uh, yeah. Okay. You are officially up to date on the two issues in this election, at least in our view. Let's wrap it up. Mr. Johnson, tell me about the National Speech and Debate Tournament this year and the Sturgis Brown High School students who are headed to nationals. So yeah, the Sturgis Speech and Debate Team are three-time state runners-up. Uh, so you know we're looking for a state championship. Haven't got there yet, but we have an amazing debate team. We qualified eight students to the national tournament in Louisville, or I think they say Louisville, Kentucky, uh, this year. And so we're looking to raise some funds for these students to make sure they get down to Louisville and are able to compete. Last year we brought home hardware from the national tournament. Um, Yeah, so we're looking this year to hopefully, I mean, a national title might be, you know, it's certainly like a a wish list item, but we have some pretty great talent. So we're excited to see what these kids can do. And any support that you can give us is much appreciated. Well, how can I contribute? Is there's like some sort of fundraiser and these kids are trying to to pay some of their travel expenses? What what can I do to help? So yeah, we've done a couple different fundraisers. We did one at the first candidate forum uh, and I need to talk to the city about maybe doing one at the next candidate forum. We're able to raise some money. We're also considering doing a trivia night at the Sturgis Brewing Company to raise some money. And so you can look for that on on public announcements or the calendar. And yeah, I mean, certainly you could always show up at the school and say, hey, I'd like to give these debate kids some money and we could make that happen. All right. uh, We're out of here. Thank you, Josh and Philippe from the Sturgis-based Alkali Run for setting up this sweet temporary recording studio at my kitchen table. I'll be returning it to you tomorrow. And thank you to our dear friend Philippe for the art, uh, for this sweet podcast and the theme music and the technical assistance and the equipment and the editing. And if you see Philippe, the Frenchman out hanging around town or playing cribbage at the brewery or something, uh, buy him a beer. For And it's really the best part of this podcast. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Uh, Mr. Johnson, how can people get a hold of us? Um, they can't. Exactly. <laughs> they cannot. I was hoping you would say that. So we really hope that you learned something from this show and found it valuable. But if not, like you should really probably just keep it to yourself, I suppose. <laughs> so uh, with that, get out and vote, people. Next week, uh, March 29th, there will be another candidate forum at the community center at 6 p.m. If you can't make it, you can watch it on Facebook later the next morning, whenever. And then starting on Monday, March 28th, you will be able to vote absentee at City Hall, Sturgis City Hall. If you are not registered to vote, you need to register before 5 p.m. on Monday, March 28th. That is like three days from now, people. You do not have a lot of time. Also, your ward maps were updated this year. Check the map to see which ward you live in. It might have changed. Thank you again to Philippe for our sweet outro music. Thanks for being with us at the Sturgis Kitchen Table. We'll see you around. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.